welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Okay. Hello. Hello, Elevation Nation. Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast. I am your host, Lisa, and I'm so glad that you're here. Today, we have some things to talk about. Some things to talk about. I know it's been like, hmm. 20 days since I last posted. It's going to be a little bit more when I'm inspired slash when I have content to give you. Instead of putting pressure on myself to just give you content every week, it's just sometimes not useful content. I've recorded a few podcasts and I'm like, I don't really, you don't need to hear some of this, I promise. But today I felt inspired to share some things with you. So before we get into today's topics, I want you to know I have one coaching spot open right now. This happens only a few times a year, if that. I have a spot open for one-on-one coaching, long-term, three or six-month commitment. And I also have dropping coaching spots open as well. So if you want just one call, you can book a drop-in session with me. All of these links will be in the description below. But if you want that longer commitment, longer-term self-growth, where we really implement these things, these practices, and they are with you for the rest of your life, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Go ahead and apply in the little application link. And from there, you get a free call to see if it's a good fit. And we go from there. So my clients lately have been manifesting like crazy. It is just really instilled like such confidence in what I'm doing and what I'm providing to just see my clients manifesting like crazy and them, they're doing the work. I'm just providing the space. So one of my clients manifested so much more self-confidence, embraced her inner woo. She manifested better experiences with men and good male relationships and friendships She manifested soulful friendships, free Broadway tickets, free coffee, so much more. Another one of my clients manifested her dream partner. She raised the prices in her business. She found so much more self-confidence, less anxiety, made healthier choices and cut out unhealthy choices. Like my clients are just incredible and they have been able to create such magic in their lives so naturally. And I know you're tired of seeing everyone else manifest their new jobs and money and relationships and free things. I certainly was. And I needed to take that action and invest in a coach in and invest time and energy and money into myself to start creating that same magic. And it's your turn, baby. It's your turn. The magic is just waiting for you to claim it. And I don't teach you how to just think positively or just believe that you can do it (laughs) or believe in your manifesting abilities. I teach you how to actionably take the steps to create this magic that you want to be living in. And I teach you the steps on how to get to those beliefs instead of just being like, 
will believe in it. <laughs> That's not helpful. So I teach you the actual how. I specialize in working with empathic souls because our worlds can drain us quicker than others, but it can be our superpower. And so we use those superpowers for good. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. So I have one long-term coaching spot open right now. I'm looking for an empathic soul, my soulmate client, ready to commit the next three or six months to their exponential growth. It is your turn, baby. So the links will be in the description below to apply or to just sign up for a drop-in session. Okay. Let's get into the meat of what we're talking about today. We're going to talk a little bit about the climate of the world. Yes, we are. How I got my life back on track and started manifesting opportunities after months of silence and what has totally shifted my energy and motivation. So first, let's talk about what's going on in the world. This week has been rough collectively. There was a school shooting that happened a few days ago in Texas. So let's talk about some things that have come up since then. First of all, I want to talk about the social media aspect of it. The shooter posted on Facebook a few times about shooting his grandmother and saying like, I'm going to go shoot up a school. So as you all know, I worked in law enforcement relations at a top social media company. This was a very regular and real fear that one of your cases would end up this way in the news. But these threats happen so frequently, like so frequently, it's impossible to know which ones are real and which aren't. But when you're doing this type of work, you feel a sense of responsibility with these cases, even though there's really nothing you can do differently besides reporting it to local law enforcement, which is a standard practice at most of these places. So I want to say that if by chance anyone who works in this type of work, trust and safety, content moderation, law enforcement relations, anything like that, if the person who worked on this case at Facebook is listening to this by the off chance, if you know this person, send this to them or if you know of anyone who does this type of work, or anything that has to do with government, national security, anything that's high stress, anything where lives are on the line, healthcare, whatever it is, I want you to know that none of it is your fault. And I hope you know that. And I hope you're taking the time to process it. And I hope that you have the support to process it. So I want to say that if by any chance someone listening is in a position like this, and needs that support. This is always a very real fear when you're working in moderation, trust and safety, or law enforcement relations, that one of your cases ends up this way in the news. And I started my coaching practice to support people in these types of roles. Empaths tend to take type of roles where they're helping other people. And I wanted to support these people with anything that they feel that they can't handle alone. And it became my mission to support those who are keeping our online lives safe and just our physical lives safe. So if you're in a digital first responder type of work or regular first responder type of work or know anyone in this type of work, definitely reach out to me and let me know how I can support you, your teams, and your company. My inbox is always open for any ideas, thoughts, feelings, or concerns. Now, let's talk about social media. Okay, here's what happens whenever this type of thing happens. Three things. A lot of things happen, but three things. People get angry. People make it political on both sides. And people seem to stay paralyzed in taking any action. So let's break this down. First, people get angry. 
rightfully so. This should not be happening anymore. On the other hand, I'm not really surprised. People were cooped up for years, only forced to interact with technology, diminishing our human connection and fearing being outside. Also, we don't do anything after something like this happens. So why wouldn't it happen again? So people are angry. I get it. I'm angry too. But you know what doesn't help? Is getting angry at the wrong people. Taking out your anger on people who didn't shoot up a school doesn't do anyone any good. It's misdirected anger, which brings me to number two. People make this political instantly. Sure, you can blame gun control laws, politicians for not doing anything, etc., etc. But turning this tragedy into politics immediately is tasteless. Instead of getting angry at the other side for having a different solution to the problem, here's the thing. We all want to solve this problem. We just have different ways of solving the problem. Nobody wants this to be happening, but we just have different solutions to the same problem. So instead of getting angry at the other side for having a different solution, what if we just said, how can we fix this problem together? And this doesn't just apply to politics. This applies to any of your relationships. They say in romantic relationships, it's not me against you, it's us against the problem. The same thing goes for politics, but it doesn't seem like anyone's figured this out. The anger and resentment for the other side just brings us to this paralyzed place of not doing anything just because we don't want to do what the other side wants to do. Okay, I don't have the answers. I also don't have the most politically correct language. Uh, You did not come here to hear the most politically correct language. You already know that. I also don't have the answers. This issue is not black and white, but maybe we could come together and figure something out. Something, literally anything. (laughs) We just sit there and yell at each other. I was watching um, Beto O'Rourke just like yell, like you're not doing anything. Well, yelling doesn't really help either. We just sit there and yell at each other instead of trying to work together to solve the problem and work something out. We're just like letting these big babies dictate how we solve these issues. I get it. You're angry. We are all angry. But let's use this as fuel to get shit done instead of just staying paralyzed. Okay, so let's talk about another place where we take this frustration, social media. Okay, I don't know how many times I have to say this on this podcast, posting on social media Reading social media doesn't do anything. It does not solve anything, I promise you. But Lisa, I am angry and I don't know how else to express my emotions or where else to express my emotions. I know. But let's talk about some productive ways to channel this energy, okay? Because posting an angry tweet, an angry little post on social media, it doesn't do anything. It literally does nothing. It use like the people around you see it. That's great. We know how you feel about it. Okay, but how can we use this to channel some productive energy? So I made a little list for you. 
<laughs> I made a list for you about things that you can do to create change instead of posting on social media. If you need to write out your feelings, write an op-ed and publish it somewhere, even if it's just Medium. Medium is totally free. Anyone can do it. Anyone can write on there. Write a little op-ed and publish it. And then send it out on your LinkedIn. Send it out everywhere. Be like, I did some research. I formed all of my thoughts here. This is something that I want to share. Okay, that's a good way to channel your energy. Another thing, do some research on the topic. There's probably something you don't know about the issue. So do a little research. It's a good way to channel this energy into something positive so that you can come at any of these issues. I'm not talking about just gun reform or whatever it is. I'm talking about everything. There's probably something you don't know. So go ahead and do a little research so that you can have really informed conversations and know exactly how maybe you could start to fix this issue or help other people fix this issue. In, in, in ways that you can help other people fix this issue, volunteer your time or find a job at a think tank or a nonprofit. That's the way that you can help. You can research the people that you want to elect and read about what their actionable plans are to create the change you want to see. You can write to your local politicians. You can write to any politician. You can write letters. You can tell them how you feel. You can do research on how they will create change in the on the issue that you want to see. But not just because they're on the side that you're on. You know, you can do a little research beyond that or that you think that they're cool. You can help them with their campaigns. You can volunteer your time and help with them with their campaigns. They always need help on campaigns. You can run for office yourself. Maybe, I don't know <laughs> if you want to do that, but it's an option. You can run for office yourself. You can say, no one else is going to do this. I better go into politics and do it myself. You could do that. You could start your own advocacy group. You can start your own petition. You can sign a petition, even though I don't think, I don't, it's my, it's my opinion that petitions don't really do anything. You can join some groups in your community. You can learn about how you can support your local schools and keep them safer. You can do like very local work. And by that, like by proximity, you're just, you know, creating change in your local area, which makes a big difference. If we all did that, we would be doing it a little bit at a time. You can visit your local town halls, learn about what's going on in your community. You could go get an MPP or an MPA, do public policy, public administration. You can get a degree. And last but certainly not least, you could just take a break from social media and the news. That's a simple one and probably the best one. So the cycle is something happens. Everyone gets angry, sad, emotional, and just posts on their social media expecting things to change. I don't, I, I think donating is a really great option. I just don't think that throwing money at this problem always does anything or like actually creates change change um, for the most part. But you have to go out there and create the change yourself because clearly no one else is going to. So instead of just feeling a lot of emotion and anger, see ways that you can kind of channel that into 
how can I help or how can I fix this issue? Or at least how can I fix this, this issue for myself or my local community? So let's talk a little bit about the social media break though, because that's important. Because I posted about this yesterday. I got a lot of people responding to this. Us empaths can only take so much consumption of this stuff. My mother reminded me to limit my consumption around this shooting. So I'm passing off this very important message to you. I highly encourage you to stay informed, but limit your media consumption. Know the difference between staying informed and draining yourself by over-consuming content. You cannot take action from a drained place. If we drain you, you are going to be exhausted and you won't be able to take action. And that is, I get a little conspiracy theory here, but that is how they kind of control us by just draining us about what's happening in the world. And none of us can take action or do anything because we're so exhausted by what's happening. And then it just continues that same cycle. The world needs your empathic superpowers, especially now. So know the difference between what's draining you and what's empowering you by keeping you informed. Okay, that's a great place to leave that. So those are my thoughts on what's happening in the world. Let's go to what's going on with me. For the last few months, you've been hearing me just having a time, truly. So let's talk about how I got my life back together a little bit. I wouldn't say totally and started manifesting again. I had weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of silence for a while. I was so frustrated. I felt depressed and dejected. I didn't know what else to try anymore. I was so frustrated. And if you're in this place, I want you to listen closely I decided as much as I hate doing all those things that I knew were going to make me feel better, like meditating, reading, journaling, going outside. I'm like, I don't want to do it. You know that feeling? You're like, I don't want to do it. It's not going to help. But then you do it and it does help or like exercising. It's uh, it, like it, it does help. <laughs> and you're like, oh, but you don't do it because you're kind of feeling depressed and dejected. So you're like, why put in this effort in myself? But I needed to do them just so I felt like I could get myself back on track in some way. So over this past weekend, I was out drinking. I was not sleeping. I was busted. Oh my gosh. By the way, I saw Cody Ko and Kelsey, if you know who that is, big YouTubers. Oh my God. I saw them at Epic Kitty. I literally froze. I also had had a dream like months ago that I saw Cody Ko in real life and didn't know what to say and froze. And it came true. (laughs) Like it happened in real life. And I saw them in a store and their dog, Chili, like said hi to me. And I just like kind of touched my leg and he goes, oh, sorry. I was like, oh, it's okay. And I immediately turned around and look at the dog. I was like, oh, hi, so cute. And then I look up at the guy (laughs) and it's just like, Cody Co. <laughs> oh my God. I just like, I just froze. I just like walked away slowly and went into the corner of the store and like freaked out. And then I like gave him eye contact and I knew he probably knew that I was freaking out and didn't say anything. But you know, I don't, 
I don't like saying things to people that I admire or like celebrities or anything like that. By the way, I don't really get excited about celebrities. I get excited about like YouTubers or like people that are really, or like, like Lala Kent. If I saw Lala Kent in real life, I would freak out. But just kind of like random, not, but if, let's say if I saw Brad Pitt, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. You know, I wouldn't freak out as much. So I also don't like saying anything because I don't want to like be one of those people. I also don't want to like interrupt their day. They were shopping. I don't want to like make it a thing. I also didn't want it to be a negative experience. And so I didn't want to like say something and have him be rude and it like ruined my perception of him. So that was my justification of why I froze, even though I had no control over that. Anyways, okay. Let's get back on track. So how did I get things back together? I started doing some damn affirmations. (laughs) I started doing some fucking journaling. I started organizing my fucking life. I started with a silly fucking morning routine. I forced myself up a little bit earlier and started with meditation. Okay, so I wrote down my little schedule for my mornings. Feel free to copy and paste, okay? This is just my, like a, an example of my morning routine that I feel like really turned things around. So I wake up and meditate. I then clean my face. I stretch. I drink water. I listen to some music. That's about 15 minutes. Then I get up. I walk Jasper. I come back. I feed Jasper. I empty the dishwasher. And then I'm in my workout gear and I go and I foam roll because I'm old now and I need to do this every morning so that I can feel like I can move. And then I do a little Pilates workout. And then I shower, I do my makeup and I listen to my little morning affirmate, my silly little morning affirmations, my silly little morning affirmations about like how I'm like, I am prosperity and I am wealth. You know what I mean? And then I make and eat breakfast. I have a little oatmeal with some berries and my homemade sunflower butter Mm -hmm. and my coffee. And I watch BitBoy Crypto News so I can stay well-informed on this silly little recession that we're in. I don't know why. It's kind of depressing, but I do it anyway so I can stay informed And then I clean everything up, I go to the bathroom, and I start my day and start reading my emails. So I also make sure that I have a no social media rule after until after I've finished my morning routine. I also make sure that I'm outside for at least an hour a day, getting lots of activity, which might not be realistic for some of you, but 30 minutes here, 15 minutes there, you know. And then I started like literally that day, I started having people finally email me back, be like, wow, this was in my spam. (laughs) After like a while of not hearing anything back, set up interviews, finally reach out. Finally, I had some movement. Some movement is good. So it started to work. I also incorporated a few mantras. These are the, the, here are the mantras, okay? I might not get what I want, but I'll get what I need. Here's another one. I am doing enough. I'm doing enough. I don't need to be doing more sometimes. Here's another one. 
I believe in my ability to create magic. I believe in my ability to create magic. I am worthy exactly as my exactly as I am. I have put my efforts out and I can patiently wait for the thing to meet me halfway. So those are some mantras I've incorporated that feel realistic for me right now. Sometimes these mantras of like, I am wealthy, don't feel like they don't resonate. I don't believe them. So sometimes, I mean, I'm doing them anyways, because that's how we slowly integrate them. But I really go back to ones that feel very realistic for me to comprehend. And then at night, I make sure that I'm going to bed on time. No social one hour before bed. And now I do reading time. And at night, I also do some journaling and write down everything that went right in the day. Let me say that one more time. This one's a very important one. I do some journaling and I write down everything that went right that day, which is actually a lot. Or it's like any little thing that happened. Yesterday, I wrote down that I saw a lot of butterflies. That is a beautiful thing. And that is something to be very grateful for. There's actually a lot, but we always just forget and default to like the negative things that happen. So if we can, at the end of the day, remind ourselves of all of the wonderful things that happen, it's just this easy type of gratitude practice. And you just keep writing them until you can't write anymore. And even if it's just one thing, that's good enough. And I also listen to a sleep hypnosis at night to just help me fall asleep. And it tells me that I'm going to be rich when I wake up because (laughs) I just need that happening in my sleep. That's how we do it. So these things started to really turn around my energy and I'm going to keep doing them. Not because I expect an outcome, but to just keep taking care of myself because that is when I feel the most proud of myself. It's when I feel the most confident because I've invested time and energy into myself and that's self-love. So if we keep saying, ugh, I don't want to do that. What's the point? We keep telling ourselves like, yeah, you're not worthy of like taking any care for. So if we just do them, it's like, I was like, oh, I don't want to walk all the way to the pool, but like getting in the pool is going to feel so good and I'm going to feel so much better. Just do it. Just do it. I know you feel paralyzed by the depression or the dejection or the anxiety, but try to just like do one little thing. Promise yourself one little thing. And this is kind of getting back to the basics, but sometimes we need to get back to the basics to remember and to just remember what it feels like. So if you're feeling a call to receive some coaching, some guidance, some help, some quantum leaping, definitely apply to learn more about coaching. The first call is totally free. I'm looking for a very soulful empath who is ready to propel their growth in a three or six month commitment. I also have those drop-in session coaching sessions as well. If you want just one coaching opportunity with me, these are just as effective. So one of my clients, after just one coaching call with a client, after just one coaching call with her, She started manifesting like crazy. New soulful friendships, free coffees, free Broadway tickets, more self-confidence. After the second, she was manifesting a little piece of magic every single day. So just imagine all of the magnetism that you could create 
in a three or six month package. This is only the beginning for my clients and for you. So those are my thoughts from this week. I hope you're all doing so great. I hope you're all taking care of yourselves, taking care of your emotional and mental and physical health. Please reach out and let me know if any of this resonates with you and if there's anything that I can do to support you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Write me a review. Rate this five stars. Let me know what you think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. Elevation Nation, I hope you feel so elevated and I will see you next time.